Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts. We just uh, are a group of friends that want to sit down and discuss movies that we like. My name is Everett, and this is over the 2017 adaption of The Mummy. Yes, it's been rebooted. You all know about it. That's why you're here. And um, this was an interesting one because this movie's been slammed. And, well, you'll you'll hear it in the episode. I'll just go ahead and give you all the spoilers. Uh, major spoilers for The Mummy, 2017, An American Werewolf in London, Van Helsing, and minor spoilers for Wonder Woman, Night and Day, Dracula Untold, The Mummy, 1999, and The Mummy Returns, but none of those should bother you too much, and you can uh, skip over the major ones once you hear us start talking about those if you would be bothered by them. So, other than that, enjoy the conversation. Seth's back from vacation. He's sitting in here. He doesn't. He didn't see the movie, so... He's just gonna listen. He's just gonna listen. Probably. Do you want to tell us about any anything you watched this week? Did you watch anything? I watched Wonder Woman. Why don't you just pick up a mic? It's over oh. there. It's under Leia. Oh. I watched Wonder Woman, and I loved it. Good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I told Kindle that I thought it was way better than uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Because uh-huh. I told him way you. Better. Made that joke. That really I, funny joke. I like uh, Zack Snyder, and I know I'm sure all of you don't like 300 or anything like that, but I thought that style really fit with this movie, like the slow-mos and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was cool. Too much slow-mo. Kindle thought it was cool. You guys, I know, didn't, right? No, yeah. yeah. it was. Well, I, I thought Kindle thought it was too much slow-mo too, didn't you? No, I thought about there it. There was no, one was scene in it. Uh, that's actually in the trailer where there's a bullet flying past her face. That was the one time it was needed. The rest, I was like, oh, man, this is too much. I don't know. I really liked it whenever... Um, I can't remember her name right now because you know me. But uh, I do know Three arrows, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, that kick that uh, she did... Which, that's part of the scene Everett was talking about. Is that part of the scene? Yeah. Okay. yeah any The that fight, the, the battle on the sand, basically. Like if 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 it, if it hadn't the battle on the sand was the only time I thought it was too needed. much needed oh needed. the battle on the sand was the only time it was needed no I'm talking about um the scene where she uh Wonder Woman is in the room with the Germans while they're saving the town mm-hmm. oh, oh where gosh. she busts through the glass and, and yeah like r- that scene right before that but I also really like the the glass scene too though but that whole I thing, think I, I really like it all. That. Mm-hmm. I I was into it. I so where does it rank on your DC movie list? Top? Duh. Um. What do you think about Batman? It'd be top for me. Yeah, it's top for me for sure. Of the new ones, you mean? Yeah, like of Any. the of the new of this universe. Like so, so we have Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, Man of Steel. So far, I think it's the top one. Top one. Like I would really love Batman versus Superman if Superman wasn't in it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I agree. <laughs> yeah. uh, I l- I still really like the movie, but I loved Wonder Woman, and there wasn't any complaints that I had with it. So, good deal. Same, except for the only thing I complained about was the slow mo being too overused and the CG scene at the end. Yeah, too much. The devil too suit. CG. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care. Devil suit. Yeah. Did you like the? I don't know. You like British stuff. Uh-huh. This is. Did you like the Mighty Boosh? You're not a huge comedy guy. No. But it's uh, British. I thought. I right. Don't know. But uh, Kendall and I watched a movie starring the main one of the leads in that show called Mindhorn, and I guess we told you about it on the way to the theater. But yeah, it was. It was a. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Or it was. At a some festival last year, Netflix picked it up, and it was super fun. Like it's no. a late '80s TV action star, like a uh, like a Knight Rider type character okay. or something like that. And he's all washed up now, mm-hmm. and he's 
he has to he's called in to be the character again because of some an actual crime. It's kind of like my name is Bruce, in a way. Mm, yeah, ex- kind of. Yeah, okay. Like, in a way, the police have a problem, and the, the bad person will only talk to him because oh. he thinks his character is real. Real. All right, I'll check that out. That sounds fun. It's fun, and uh, it's a, a Ridley Scott executive produced it. It was okay. entertaining. All right. And I know we talked about it, but like you can give an update on here that you finished Twin Peaks. Yes, we finished. So when do you start the next? When are you going to start season three? I did you like watch, a year. Did I, you watch Firewalk with me? No. No. Okay, you need to do that. I think that it's our hard game for me, plan for me to bring myself to watching. Yeah, it. <laughs> now it's going to be difficult to try and watch it. But I think the game plan is to wait till the season's out. That's so what I was wondering. Wait at for it till it's over. Good subscribe. It's for a month to Showtime yeah. and yeah, binge it. Since we don't have Showtime. Well, that would be best because it was literally shot as one whole film, mm. one 18-hour long movie, and they are just cutting it, and some of the cuts do not feel like this should be an episode in. Great. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll Well, that it. works out good, and we don't have too many people we know that will watch it besides, like, you and Ian, so we won't be overly can, spoiled by anything. Yeah, no. I could tell you everything that was going on, and it would still be like, what the fuck is going on? But, all right. Uh, I watched uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Loved it. Yeah. I I did like it. I did. I was uh, trying to find something, and it was kind of in, like, a quirky mood. And I was like, you know, like, Wes Anderson does quirky really well, Mm -hmm. and I don't like everything he's done. Um but I really liked this one. It was fun. Yeah, it Kendall and I saw Grand Budapest first, which is his latest release. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a really good movie. I want to see that one. It's really one of my favorite parts about it. And you'll see this. He he uses like three or four different aspect ratios to oh, describe yeah, the yeah, scene, yeah. Uh-huh. like different time settings and stuff like that. Okay. So that that was really cool. Yeah. Although most of the movie is in one setting. Everybody loves like. Have you seen the Life Aquatic with Steve? No, no. Okay. The only one we I think we we've watched only them seen, in reverse order. I yeah, think. Yeah, we saw Budapest, then we watched Moonrise Kingdom, and I really liked that one too. I think that's my second. Did I? What did I? S- no, you. I don't know. I gave a I like short Moonrise review more. right after the movie because we we were w- before we made the podcast. I was trying to start a movie club, and so it's just a few of us. What did he Seth, say at the end of I, that movie? Kendall, and I think Seth's brother Trent. We're here, Favorite. and we watched it. Oh, you were like that was some that's some cute shit or something like that. Cutest shit. Cutest that's shit. what I Cutest thought it was. Shit. That was my one line review. Okay, because it, it was adorable. Yeah. I, did you watch uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox? We watched yes. that one next. I like that one. We too. That's that my one. favorite one. Uh, and, Moonrise Kingdom. And then since then, I've only watched Bottle Rocket. Yeah, okay. I did not. You'll probably like Rushmore, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a while. Can't really but tell which one I like so far more: the Grand Budapest Hotel or Moonrise Kingdom. It's kind of difficult, but yeah, I think I, I really like. But Moonrise those are the only two Kingdom I've seen more. so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any others. Yeah, I really want to see Grand Budapest. So we've got it. Yeah, we have it. Um, also, we have your Blade, Blade Runner. Ah, uh, yes. I want to watch that. No, you don't. Sometime we'll watch it. Sometime I'm gonna watch the theatrical this year. Yeah. We could do that before, yeah. and then I'm gonna we can watch it all as a group in because yeah, I want to watch it before. Yeah, it comes out in October, October, so we'll probably do a podcast over the original in September. <laughs> Sounds good. Yay! I'm actually excited for the new one, even though I freaking hated that movie. Was it just too slow for you? It feels probably. like it, might be it was too slow. just boring as all else to me. I feel like the new one's gonna be very much in the same. I don't know. Tone it looked as that. exciting and fun to me. So did the original trailers for Blade Runner. Yeah, that's true. I thought it was exciting. I did too. I enjoyed it. But I mean, I like that kind of like film noir, like detective stuff. Yeah. Speaking of that, like Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah. They're remaking that. In November. I want to see that. Kendall said she saw the trailer and she was trying to describe it to me. And I picked up what she was talking about because I I couldn't remember the title. So I was like, I don't remember what it was, but it was Clue on a train. I never read it, but I always thought the name sounded cool and then i eventually saw the tv movie with alfred molina oh i've never seen that uh he's the detective in that and 
I think I was just interested. It was on TV, and I'm like, oh, Dr. Octopus. Right, so yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I th- think she told me some of the cast, and I looked at the cast. Yeah, like Judy Dench is in there. Uh, I think Johnny Michelle Depp. Michelle Pfeiffer, Johnny Depp. Threw me off. Yeah. I'm like, because he's such a character actor. It was a weird Kenneth, name to hear. Kenneth Braganov. Oh, he, he, Brenna is directing Brenna, it. Brenna, whatever. No, right. he's in no, it. No, Scott's directing is it. Ridley Scott? Yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah, I guess I, I saw his name on it, and I thought he was directing it for some nope, reason. Nope, he's in it. I mean, he could possibly do he was a little bit of both. But Kenneth Branagh as himself. But yeah, it he seems, was. I it seems it seems fun. Seems interesting. Okay. Uh, are you guys ready to talk about the mummy? Are you ready for I some guess. spoilers, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should comment. And like I think I do it. think Seth should see this eventually because we're doing our You'll universal monsters. The CGI was just too much. <laughs> did you see the trailer? Actually, the, I did see the trailer. It? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, it surprisingly I'm, was not. I'm I was really meant good. to watch the trailer, but I. Uh, well, well, okay. Take a pause and watch it. I'd, I'd have to mute all the mics and everything. What were you going to say? Let's talk about the production and then take a pause and then watch it. Okay. Um, maybe we'll kind of refresh us too before we actually get into it. Yeah, I need, I need it. I hate the trailer. <laughs> so do I. So, uh, okay, so I got, I got a little bit of a history on it. Um, you guys remember the 1990 Mummy series, right? No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, With mm-hmm. Brandon Fraser? Oh, yeah, I hate him. Okay, so we had, we had the mummy, the mummy returns. It spawned uh, the Scorpion King, and then in two thousand eight they did Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, mm-hmm. which was very, uh, very different than the ones that had come before it because Imhotep was not anywhere to be found. Only one I didn't see. Um, so it comes out, uh, and more than doubles its budget at the box office, and uh, huge commercial success, but critical failure. So Universal's kind of like, in their minds, the franchise is still viable, um, and they quietly start production on the fourth film, which was going to be called Mummy: Rise of the Aztec. It was going to bring the original uh, Mummy back, Emotep, uh, hmm. and team him up with a character from Tomb of the Dragon Emperor that was mentioned, but not seen. They had everybody on board except for Brandon Fraser. Uh, who was actually incredibly surprised when he was asked if he was happy to be coming back once again for Rise of the Aztec. This is 2008, and everything's quiet until 2012, and they announced that Mummy 4 is officially canceled in favor of rebooting the series. Is that, Do you think that had to do with Brendan Fraser dropping out? He was never asked to come back, period. Oh wow! Yeah, like I read, I read, a, I read a recent interview. He is kind of a. He was the face of the franchise. <laughs> no, the but girl was. Besides that, his star girl, had kind of died out. Yeah, he did die out. He did a lot of weird, bad kids films between then mm-hmm. and 2012. Yeah, I don't like him. Um, so, reboot is said to be darker than any mummy film that has ever come before, focusing on tension and scares over the laughs and adventures the 1990s series had. The reboot is initially said to tie into Dracula Untold, but after the lukewarm reception of Dracula Untold, it is announced to be its own film and will only have connections to the very first 1932 mummy film and will be the start of not only a franchise, but later revealed to be the start of a universe. Uh, 2013... Lynn Wiseman of the Underworld Films is brought on to helm the reboot and the universe, but leaves over scheduling conflict conflicts. 2014, Andre Machetti, I can't say his last name, forgive me, um, is then brought on, uh, but leaves a few months later over a casting dispute. Uh, this guy, he directed Mama, which was a terrifying film. It was a great film, and you should totally take, take your time and watch it. Um, it's like, boy, no. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's good. Um, it would have been, if that, if they could have brought that tone to The Mummy, it would have been great. It would have been really great. The Mama. Yeah, The Mama. <laughs> um, so t- 2015, Alex Kurtzman is brought on to direct and help guide this universe. Um, due to her performance in Kingsman, Sophia Butella is sought after for the role of The Mummy. 
much to everyone's surprise because here's a fun fact and when i say everyone i mean everyone including the production uh, because they were planning for a male hmm. and it was going to be a male and the mummy was going to look you can find some of the designs online it was going to look slightly alien like biomechanical okay but it was changed due to x-men days of future past having the end credit scene of apocalypse and announcing that apocalypse was coming wow. so they were like okay we're going to change it we're going to make it female um 2015 tom cruise's cast uh with many suspecting that he will be van helsing due to his multi-picture deal mm-hmm. um filming takes place in oxford Surrey, and nabia from april 2016 to august 2016 and in May of 2017, Universal officially announces the Dark Universe to a mixed reaction, mostly due to the first film not being released, and so it's not a proven um, franchise yet. Uh, and eventually, June 9, 2017, The Mummy is released, making just over $175 million its opening weekend with the tagline, Welcome to a New World of gods and monsters which was directly lifted from the bride of frankenstein <laughs> and that brings us to today i'm mad um let me i did some i did some other little bit of research and uh this was just to see what could have been in 1994 george romero who uh you might know from night of the living dead dawn of the dead things like that was uh, hired to direct and write a creepy romantic take on The Mummy. Uh, it would have had a female lead who was an archaeologist, Wake Imhotep, uh, the feared Egyptian general of Ramses II, Ramses II, however it is, in uh, uh, present day by, get this, MRI scanning a sacred cadaver in a forensic ar- archaeology lab. Imhotep would have then become youthful and impersonating a representative from the Bureau of Antiquities. Our female lead finds herself drawn to him and then begins to have flashbacks of her previous life where she was the Princess Isis of the 19th Dynasty. This sounds, this sounds like, like the, the mummy original returns. mummy. kind of does, doesn't it? This is 1994. Uh, Imhotep would have then used his powers to unleash the mummy, uh, who, is, who is a former slave of Imhotep, that, is hap- that happens to be housed at a nearby museum to kill all those who stole and profited from his tomb. Uh, the studio felt this was too dark and so they did something, uh, they, they changed directions and instead they asked Clive Barker, which I don't know if you know who that is, but he did Hellraiser and mm-hmm. writes some very dark films. He also did Nightbreed, uh, not films, but novels. And he directed Nightbreed and Lord of Illusions all those are very, 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 very dark and sexual films, uh, way more than George Romero. Like, George Romero mm-hmm. would be, like, kids' TV, and Barker is, like, hardcore, like, Cinemax something in comparison. So there's not a lot about Clive Barker's adaptation, but because I'm such a Clive Barker fan, you bet I looked it up. <laughs> so 19th century Egypt, a young, strange boy is born under weird and uneasy circumstances. We jump forward many years and we see artifacts being brought to America that would uh, put the Tecotman exhibit to shame. Eventually, very supernatural things begin to happen around the city um, and a beautiful woman is put front and center. She is our anti-hero, a seducer and murderer. She eventually gets close and seduces our male hero lead before killing him. Uh, And then before killing him, she reveals that she is a strange boy at the beginning of the film who has had a sex change. And she Weird. is... I'm she, over it. Right? And she and she, uh, she could call upon the power of the mummy and bring all these weird things to life. But it was more supernatural. We weren't going to necessarily see a man in bandages. Uh, Clive Barker has yet to tell more of the proposed story, but has said many times it is something he is very, very proud of and one day wants to either turn it into a... TV like miniseries or a novel. Of course, Universal rejected this idea, and then asked Wes Craven to try his hand, but he declined. And eventually, uh, the next person up to bat was Steven Summers, and we got the 1990s 
mummy film that lifted a lot from the George Romero script. Huh. Right? So, like, we would have had a, a, a transsexual <laughs> anti-hero in 1995. Yeah, that would not have worked. No, that would not have went over well at all. That is all the history I have for today. Um, Tune in next time to hear <laughs> We're all done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to pause and check out the trailer? Yeah, we're going to check out the trailer real quick. Refresh ourselves. Bye. Trailers huh. are spoilers. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, that is not at all... <laughs> I don't know what trailer you saw. That's a, that's about the one that I saw just about every single time. I don't know. It just didn't look familiar. That was interesting. I'd never seen that before because I don't watch trailers. But they the thing spoil I the always, entire beginning of the film. The thing I always heard, yeah, they really do. Yeah, is everybody was complaining about the trailer and Tom Cruise's stupid scream. Yes, and so. After hearing that, the whole time we were watching the movie, I was w- looking for what scene they were talking about. Oh, right. Which is, fu- yeah. And it wasn't in there. Yeah, I feel like they. It was not in the no, movie. No, they, they trimmed Took, it down. Like, he, it down, he did yeah. yell. But not like that. No, he yelled right at the begin- like, right at the end of the crash, but mm-hmm. he didn't. He wasn't like, ah! No, <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> he did like, not sound like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a normal, like, I'm about to die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're doing the Universal Monster movies in October. That's the the subject we're going over for our month of horror. Last year we did Aliens. This year we're doing the Universal Monster movies. And I'm a huge fan, yes. and that's one of the reasons we're doing it. Matt Matt was really wanting to do this that series. And so when I found out they were rebooting it, I was interested but at the same time, I, it's hard to find good reboots. So I knew that it I think they was can do possible it. that they wouldn't be able to do it well. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'm right there with you. And the main problem, I'll go ahead and say it, my main problem with this movie was it felt so forced and pandering the this dark universe as they're calling which i don't care for the name either no like especially when it, it did seth hasn't seen it yet but they show us the universal logo and it's like da, that da, is my first and then it note. goes through the letter to the other side of the dark side of earth and it's like dark it. universe i didn't i i, I did. seriously like i was like ugh, like i literally did that in the theater like ugh. i just could not <laughs> I saw him do it but yeah, i was I, like, I, 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 I chuckled like to myself and i'm like this is this is not a good idea. But I also thought the DC's <laughs> universe when it came up on Wonder Woman looked really stupid to me. See, I like that, but like I don't remember it. They're doing they're doing the same thing that everybody's complaining about DC doing sort of like they're making it a universe. At least DC had one film in before they decided it was going to be a universe. Mm-hmm. But here we are at the beginning like it's a universe and that doesn't like it's not a proven concept yet. It's yeah. it's not safe. I think uh, it's fine. I mean, for all we know, Marvel had eight movies Marvel or so before is it started. A fluke. It just happened to work. Yeah, they weren't planning on it. They 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 had ideas with Iron Man, like we can do Ant Man and Captain America, maybe sure. an Avengers someday. But it just happened to take off, and people are still paying for it. Doesn't mean it's that's why it's yeah. just because it was a universe. Yeah. People just happen to like the movies. I think. I like I think universes. I think it's a different concept. We don't. I mean, we have it with Marvel, but we don't have it with other things. Here's the deal, in my opinion, is that they're doing a universe because they can pop out a sequel to a film, and it's not actually a sequel to that film, mm-hmm. but it exists in the universe, so people are going to go see it because mm-hmm. it's a sequel. Cloverfield. Hmm. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, kind of like that, but I mean, like, if you, uh, like, you can have The Mummy this year, and next year we're getting Bride of Frankenstein. But we're getting next. regardless, yeah, that's what we're getting next. And re- shouldn't you have Frankenstein first? Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> doing that. That's what I would All think. Right. <laughs> but uh, so, but because it's it's uh, 
Maybe it's not a sequel. Numbers. They don't have to have Mummy 2 ready to go. They mm-hmm. can have Bride of Frankenstein. Like, oh, it's in the same universe, so it attracts the audience back. Is it called Bride of Frankenstein? Yes, it is called Bride of Frankenstein. That's odd. I bet they'll change it, and it's just going to be that Frankenstein's a female. Pretty male. sure it's already got a logo. That's stupid. You have to have a Frankenstein before you make a bride. Uh, Javier Bodum, Bodum, however you say his name. He's, uh, he's Frankenstein. So he's there's the already going monster. to be a Frankenstein? Yeah. Hmm. So, and that's, I think that's supposed, supposed to come next year. I only had, well, I mean, there's probably a lot of things that could be complaints for me for this movie, but my complaint's probably stupid. Here's my, here, okay, I'm going to ask you guys, did you like it, Everett? I'm not upset that I paid money for it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Okay. I, I didn't hate I it. I didn't either. love it. I, I felt like it was a, it was like a six out of ten to yeah, me. It's, it's you know, good. It was better than just okay, but it was not good. Mm-hmm. Um my problem with this film is it feels like it has an identity crisis. Um mm, like we okay. have so the first forty minutes is very much the universal horror that I wanted. Um, what? Like to me, the first forty minutes of this film was very scary. Like what? I felt the opposite. See, I didn't like, especially whenever after the crash, and like the, all of a sudden you get like ra- like the face sucking, and that sounds terrible, but that's what happens. Uh, and all that, like it felt very like okay, oh, like we're going to terrifying. get into that like kind of like more scary stuff, like what they wanted. I thought the crash was scary, but it seems like you're missing this huge chunk of this goofy uh, yeah, back and forth I mean, between like, Tom Cruise and Jake Johnson. It was, yeah, like that was that was bad. But then it started like that was like, okay, here's the beginning and this is going to be kind of like an introduction and just the one action scene that mm-hmm. Tom Cruise has to has has to have and we're gonna slide into But I, I know exactly things. what you mean because You're talking I about was the rats and the spiders. I thought that was stupid. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was expecting it to be scary because it's a reboot of the Universal Monster movies. Yeah, some of the most I wanted highly scary. praised horror yeah. movies of all time. I didn't want jump scare, and and I don't want to cringe. Immediately from at this beginning, we get this Indiana Jones we did get esque scene, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't mind that stuff at all. I'm a fan of that stuff, but I'm not. A, I wasn't expecting it. See, like I didn't even know Jake Johnson was gonna be in it. And I, I didn't you either. Did. No. Bad. I you so that part feels like so we have the so to me we have the universal monster part that actually is a little bit scary, right? A little mm. bit terrifying. Um, and then we have the Tom Cruise goofy action hero bit with the romantic thing feels like it's literally ripped out of um, uh, Night and Day. Did you ever see Night and Day with Tom Cruise no. and? Cameron Diaz literally in the plane where he grabs her and he's like, here you go. Whatever her name was. Uh, what was her name? Jennifer. Jenny. 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 She's like, Here you, I here's your parachute, Jenny. You got this. Like that was almost ripped straight out of like night and day. Like where Tom Cruise, like there's a crazy crisis and he's just like, don't, don't panic. This is fine. Ha ha. And especially like the moment later that we get where uh, he's like, I thought there was another parachute. Like that, <laughs> yeah. I that, didn't think that was supposed to be a joke. I didn't either. The entire I it was theater very laughed, dark. except for I think the three of us. Yeah, I was just like, and oh I was shit! Like, yeah, I didn't I laugh because I didn't think find it was funny. But no. I mean, I don't think but, it was supposed to be funny. But it felt like it was straight out of this movie called Night and Day. Huh. And then we have the goofy exposition of the zombie sca- of zombie veil uh, that is lifted, and I mean lifted right out of an American werewolf in London. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. No. Okay, well... You just need to stop watching movies, I think. I probably, you know. Because now you're just comparing them all. <laughs> There's not enough material to go around, Matt. There's only a little bit. I'm just telling you. Like, if you <laughs> ever... If you watch that movie, mm-hmm. uh, it literally, like, the his best friend dies, and then he comes back for a goofy exposition throughout the movie as the werewolf changes going on. <laughs> and... Yeah, and pointing the character in the right direction, it was like that. Just feels it feels so shoehorned and mm-hmm. not not right. And that's so. Here's the interesting thing: a lot of the problems of this film are getting blamed on Tom Cruise, and for good reason. Um, 
because whenever he was hired, he demanded that he his team of writers be brought on with him. Mm. And this movie has three writers, and actually one of them. Uh, so we have uh, dude, just do your job and act in a movie, right? So we have uh, we have John uh, Sp- Spots, Spates, Spates, who did the original Prometheus draft, mm-hmm. right? And then we have uh, Chris Christopher McQuarrie which was one of Tom Cruise's writers. He did Mission Impossible 5 and Jack Re- Reacher. And then we have uh, Dylan Kussman, um, Kussman, who has also worked on rewriting scripts for Tom Cruise for a couple of years. Um, so they bring these two on, and the things here are the things they added. They added the twist of Nick being possessed by scent. They added Dr. Jekyll. Jeez. They, act, they added Vale and him coming back. And they made Nick goofy to give Tom Cruise more range. These are all the things that they... and Those and are huge. Those are huge. huge. And the studio was not on board with all the changes, but they wanted Tom Cruise's draw power, so they went along with it. What, why does... Why do people think Tom Cruise has a draw power? Does he have a draw power? Because I don't like Tom Cruise. Here's the thing. He has an international draw power, which is why this movie made $175 million. Even if he does have a draw power... I think the name alone should have the draw power. I agree. It's the Mummy. Yeah. Right? Trust the movie. Yeah. Don't you... That just seems like they don't... They're spending money on this, but they don't trust it. Yeah. So they're like, let's hire this guy who's been famous since the 80s. Part of the problem is is that Alex Kurtzman has never directed a major studio film. Um, he's done a lot of writing, like... Well, okay, here's his ri- some of his writing credits. The Transformers series, <laughs> Mission Impossible 3, uh, Watchmen, which I liked, The Island, which I liked, and then his last two are Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Star Trek or Star Trek Into Darkness. Hmm. Okay, so good and bad. So he's got good and bad, but this is his first real studio film. Are the good is the good and luck or is it not? And with Tom, when you hire Tom Cruise, a star like that, like he knows so much about directing that he kind of, from what I've read, he essentially directed the director. Which, whenever you have mm-hmm. a star that has no one to answer to, mm-hmm. essentially, that's a bad idea. Period. That's like Marlon Brando. That's when you get that scream in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, somebody should have been doing that. Somebody should have been... Like, in Universal, somebody should have been running around screaming like that. Like, what have we done? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I feel like he was, for one, miscast because... I mean, and it shows because there's there were obviously huge changes to the movie. But I feel like... It could have actually been a horror movie if yeah. it wasn't for Tom Cruise. I agree. I agree. Um, and of the changes that they threw in there, I will tell you that I felt like Dr. Jekyll was the most natural. Oh. I, I felt like he... He was the one problem I had. He didn't necessarily need to change for me, but he could have just been Dr. Jekyll, yeah. period. Yes. And he would have made oh, sense in God. the film just fine. He didn't need to change. Yeah, the change felt, felt so forced being to ju- me. Being, just being him i think it would have been like oh what yeah, and like, like that would have been like now i'm interested in seeing where that's going yeah but now you're like well i guess i already know right but yeah him him changing it did not need to happen um it was a fun little scene but mm-hmm. it did not need to happen totally random um, I, just, I didn't feel tense either i'm like Okay, he's cursed. He's not going to die or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah I know, because like, once you reveal that he's cursed, there's, there's no stakes for him. Yeah. Um, yep. And they give away, there's a trailer that gives away that Ginny drowned. <laughs> there is? Yeah, there's the trailer that, like, you see... One of the trailers, you see the mummy pull her down into the water. Mm-hmm. And another trailer, you see him look over and you see her body floating in the water that, like, she had drowned. Wow. Like... Trailer, hashtag trailers of spoilers. Yeah. Um... So jumping back to the opening of the film, I felt like the uh, the bit with Princess Amanet was good. Yeah, like I really I really liked that. Uh, it almost felt like there was a, like a an incestuous subplot going on with her and her father. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys caught that or not, mm-hmm. but like he's standing there on the sand dune with like his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like looking at like kind of everything, but keeps like looking back back at her, and then he looks back at his wife and. 
the wife gives him just kind of an odd look. I don't think it was his wife at the time. I thought it made it to me. It seemed like he was just looking at a pretty girl and then was like, I'm going to marry her and have a baby now since my wife's probably dead and all I got was his daughter. I don't know. It just felt weird. I was like, huh. Um, but I liked her. I really liked uh, Sophia in this role. Mm-hmm. She was she was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like how how sexy they had to make her. Uh, like especially with the mummy outfit at the end, like the bandages that happened to form a perfect right? fucking bikini. It's like, yeah. uh, wow. I I complain. I'm probably just nitpicking, but that bothered me. No, it bothered me too. I was like, wow, that's very convenient. Yeah, yeah. Guess I didn't too notice. convenient. Um, I'm sure the Egyptians were really specific about that. Yeah. Didn't notice. Uh, and I did like uh Jake Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. I I liked him. Yeah. I did like him. Um, and I'm surprised I, he could be creepy. He didn't feel creepy at all to me. Oh. He did when he wasn't talking, the first time. You yeah, know, the first when time he when he oh yeah, when he just stabs off. the guy. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah that was uh-huh. weird. Uh-huh. But I mean, I don't know. Not once he once he starts talking, it's just goofy. It yeah. is, which like, I expect that from him. So I, I just this movie didn't couldn't make up its mind on what it wanted to be. Yeah. I have a note here. Literally, the plane crash was made uh, was made less impactful by shoving it in every trailer that was ever released. Mm-hmm. It was still a fun, like still a fun spectacle to watch. But uh, I mean, literally, we watched the first official trailer they ever released just a minute ago, and you saw you essentially saw the entire beginning of the film. Yeah, yeah. even giving away that Tom Cruise comes back from the dead. Yep. That's true because they just straight up because you see him down. crashing the plane, and the next shot is him in waking in a up body in a bag. Yeah, like. They spoiled that, and but why? it did make it seem like he might be the mummy. I didn't feel like that whenever you saw. That's why I was like, "This is misleading," because now he's the mummy. Yeah, but then once you see the sarcophagus, I guess if you know it's the mummy trailer when you're watching it, but if you're in the theater, no, you I assume both. That. Oh, I see. You, like you thought there were two mummies. Yeah, like oh. obviously she's the reason he's alive. Mm. But he's also a mummy now, even though he's not a mummy. He's just a zombie. No. I thought the uh, the the idea to have the uh, the company, the little, mm-hmm. I, I what was their name? Do you guys remember? The I'm sure I have it here. Uh, Paradigm. I don't see it. Whatever company that universe that uh, Doctor Jekyll had going there was pretty cool and a neat way to t- tie all these things together. Because if you were paying attention when they walked through the artifact room, like yeah, you saw the, the swamp thing's arm and yeah. you saw Dracula skull. Yeah, swamp a vamp- Vampire arm. Whatever, or, yo. Uh, the Gilman's arm. Black Thank yeah. you. The Gilman's arm. And yeah, and you see the vampire skull. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were all those other weird skulls. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make up my mind what those were. Well, but I, I felt like they were supposed to be something. They're probably just random. I yeah, yeah, I it's forgot. A skull. Use it for props. You had originally told us that he was going to be in the movie as Dr. Jekyll. I don't remember you saying that ever. But Yeah, I did on a podcast. Um, I forgot. And then once he showed up, and I don't know, it was very confusing uh, when I first see him. And then I'm thinking, okay, she can't get the the stone because that other guy was taking over that place. And then I remembered, then they meet up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's Dr. Jekyll. This is going to be the way they're going to be able to take care of the mummy. Right. So, I don't know. The Mercury, I don't know if that's something that's present in some other mummy film, but I thought that was new, and it was a very a very cool visual. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the visuals, surprisingly, they had some practical effects in here. Um, I was really, really surprised by that. Like, all the um, all the mummy, like the goon, mummy goons, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, were all practical. I thought that was fun. It, it was interesting to see them in this, because it's hard for me to remember the creatures the mummy creatures in the 90s series but i wasn't expecting Uh like sidearm guys with her yeah and so immediately i was like oh here's their zombie money coming in yeah it it definitely did feel like zombies like more so than like mummy creatures yeah speaking of the 90s series the mummy needing to revive every single layer of her body. Mm-hmm. 
I, I thought you would leave. I, I would think you would leave that behind after we just literally had a series that did that. Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, in the in the night. So so like, the nineteen ninety the nineteen ninety nine mummy film. I mm-hmm. love that film. I think it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the one where the kid has the bracelet, or is that the second? That's one? the second one. Okay. Yeah, I've a, seen the second one way more than the, the first. The first one, I don't think they're married. No, they're not. Um, the second one, it's they're married, and that's their son. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in that, he Imhotep had to like had to suck the life out of somebody to get a layer of his body back. Mm, okay. Um, and he was li- like, at the beginning, he was just a skeleton with bandages. Like, he looked like a typical mummy. So that was that was cool and fun. Um, and here, I was really surprised to see them doing it again because we, we've done that. And I understand it's a reboot, but there could be f- more interesting things to do. That was one of the few actual scary parts I thought in this movie was where she's attacking the cops. Yeah, yeah, that was... She was freaking creepy. That part, and then the part where you see the crows coming. Like, I knew it was coming. I think it was but at scary. the same time, I'm like, ooh. Uh, my only scary was part like, was when she's in that alleyway with him. Part. Before the rats come. I didn't think the rats were scary, but she, like, see her, like, walking in the, coming towards him, and I was like, oh, F this, bye. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's too like, grudgy to me. I felt like every single scene with her up until the point where she is captured was pretty scary. It was more like on the scary spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, then later on where she didn't feel... Too many jump scares for She me. didn't feel nearly as threatening. She felt more cerebral and um, action villain-esque. Mm-hmm. When her eyes or her pupils, pupils. Or corneas yeah, split Cornea. apart, I thought of the the bishop yeah story yeah. you told us that's yeah i was literally i was like lance henriksen somewhere is like screaming like i could have done this i knew this <laughs> like i thought it looked great it did look great here like uh the, in aliens it did not look so great because it was simply contacts uh, no but this here looked it was all it was awesome digital. i thought it it looked made great them look on cool. her tom cruise looked, looked fine. fucking silly i thought he looked fine i thought he was going to but i didn't think he looked terrible I know you haven't seen it, but Seth love it. Yeah, he, <laughs> I all your movie bets are the Emoji Movie. You'll love this. Dracula Untold is better. That's not on the list. But I don't know. I felt like Tom Cruise looks silly, and mm-hmm. but she. I looked, think Tom Cruise looks silly too. Just he in general. always looks silly. I don't know. I just He's felt just like, like a little man. I don't know. You know how you can tell through the decades people act differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i still feel like he's an 80s actor mm. especially in this movie specifically there are two tom cruise films that i truly like mm-hmm. and that is eyes wide shut and vanilla sky okay i've never really cared for another tom cruise film like i've seen night and day and it's goofy fun but it's not for me um and I've seen Tropic Thunder, where mm-hmm. he's a very like you didn't even really realize it was him until oh, the yeah, end. Oh yeah, I like that one. And he was all right in that, but I, I don't think I've ever seen a Mission Impossible film, all the way through. Shut up. Um, and I sure I have surely not seen Jack Reacher or anything like that. Nor I, nor do I plan to. Did you guys feel like he was going to become, uh, or that he will become kind of a Van Helsing character? No. Have you seen Van Helsing? Have you seen Van Helsing? Yes. Yes. He hasn't. Don't spoil. So cover your ears because I need to talk about this. So at the end of Van Helsing, he gets all the power. He essentially has all the powers, right? Because he's he's a werewolf Mm -hmm. and he's a vampire. Yeah. Well, kind of at the end of this film, Tom Cruise gets all the powers. Like, he become his power over death. So yeah. it kind of felt like that was, like, he could become become Van Helsing. You think he'll change oh, his God, name and be no. the, in the Van Helsing? I sure as hell hope not. Like, <laughs> Did we have not. they cast Van Helsing yet? No, they haven't cast Van Helsing. You're good. I just hope that's not Nick Morton in disguise. And mm-hmm. it's not revealed like his ancient ancestor was... The original Van Honestly, I don't think so. Here's the thing. I about think they'd rather build up the people than 
just have a few. I don't think they care about butting up people as long as they make money. Well, n- no, I no, met a large wait. group of monsters. Uh. Here's the thing, my question or thought process right now, based on what I just said, because I might be eating my own words. Dracula Untold was originally supposed to be the start of this, but because supposedly because it had bad reviews, they dropped it, which is weird to me because that's something that Warner Brothers would never do. And it, that movie was a success. Yeah, it, financially, seventy-five million dollar budget. It made like two something. Something must have been wrong story-wise. Was it three? Yeah, maybe three worldwide. Um, that seems like they'd be happy to just move along, right? Yeah. But they didn't, and so this is the same thing. It's not even broke. It's not broke two hundred yet. It's only been out for a week, but it did underperform Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, tragic. Uh, which is good no luck with that. Here. Third is that third week? Yeah, no. third week for her. Um, uh, no surprise there. And I just think it's right now tomato meter sixteen percent. That's less than Dracula Untold. And forty three percent of really? audiences liked it. Look up Dracula Untold. I gotta know this. And I mean, Dra- here's the thing. Dracula Untold. I I like Dracula. Yeah, Untold. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but it was fun. It literally ends with Dracula well, in the modern day slightly spoilers. Yeah. Saying, "Let the games begin." Like, I let the games begin. I was gonna like, watch here it. Here we go. Oh, uh, well, really you know what? That doesn't spoil anything. anything. That one's twenty three fifty eight. Well, it did better than the Mummy. Yeah. So I'm just thinking. If if that's their basis, if that was their basis to I guess we're gonna get another series, reboot. Are they just gonna do it again? They're just gonna keep doing it until they something finally sticks. <laughs> maybe you know, if they had it, now, got be like, Tom okay, Cruise, I they guess probably it's would okay make more to join the party. Because I would love to see a sequel like it with it in the modern day. I thought right. that was a really cool idea, and I like the actor who played him. I do too. Um, is that the one that looks like Orlando Bloom? Yeah, yeah. Guess he's like Gaston. He was in uh, Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The problem is when just like Orlando when Bloom. we s- we started with our weird scene like mm-hmm. that, and then once they start going into the into the cave, that's when I thought, no, no, that's not when it was. It was when they're in the woods running away from the mummy. Oh, the mummy, yeah, and, and they're grabber. in the truck and they're beating them up, and I was like, this. This feels way closer to the '90s than an actual horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But like you said, scurry. identity crisis because they do try to do the horror stuff at times. Yeah. And so that's the problem. I was reading the critical consensus says lacking the campy fun of the franchise's most recent entries and failing to deliver many monster movie thrills. And it's because you can't I have wish both. Can't have both. I wish they would have gone with it. Like if they had just rebooted the 90s series and just made it campy fun sure, sure. fun awesome great yeah. if they had made it a horror movie and Perfect. it worked great yeah but you gotta pick choose one. yeah and it seemed like they had like they wanted a scary horror thriller and then tom cruise got brought on and obviously like look at all the changes that were added in nick wharton was meant to be a more earnest straight mm-hmm. straight shooting kind of guy and uh, i'm not saying and he actually had a different name. Horror comedies are bad because Evil Dead 2 is my favorite movie, but I don't think you can do that with The Mummy. I agree. Yeah. Like with a established character from forever ago, from the 30s, it with, yeah. It didn't work with Abbott and Costello. It does not work today either. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just really excited about it being scary, and it wasn't. No. I wasn't. Did you hear the Did you hear the old ladies behind us before it started? Like one of them was like, "She's like, if this Michael Myers, I'm gonna kill him." Yeah, (laughs) one of them said something like that, and like one of them's like, "I hope it's not scary," and the other one's like, "You're right. I hope it's terrifying." (laughs) And then it gets over, and she's like, "That wasn't scary," and I was like, "Thank you, (laughs) thank you, little old lady." The lady. Everyone in that theater was middle aged. Yeah, we were the youngest people for sure. Yes, the lady. They were oh, like no, there was a. There they were was like forties and fifties. There was like a couple. Three young people. Yeah, that's true. That came in front. Came in, like. Yeah. Are you talking about the after family? After all the intro stuff. I I kept waiting for. I mean, you can cut this out, but like I kept. You can or you can't. I don't care. I was. I kept waiting for Kindle to like body slam the guy in front of her because he kept playing on his phone. I and didn't like, notice. 
Really? Because, like, I looked and he was on his phone. And I looked over at you and you're like, like, you were shaking your head. And I was like. During the movie? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, the, the, oh Seth, we weren't in the screening room this time. We were in the stadium. So there so wasn't was a, a lot theater. of leg room. Uh, the lady that was with him who was in front of me was about three of me. Yeah, and she so was. she kept every time she leaned back it hit my knees yeah no, and no, at one I, point i i just moved a little bit and my knee touched it and she like glances back towards where i I'll am slap like, that lady yeah, for don't you. lean back so far yeah like what do you want me to do you're about, to break, the, the you're about to break the chair if you break the chair it breaks my knees <laughs> something's gotta give not the chair though uh man my critical consensus ends with the mummy suggests a speedy unraveling for the dark universe jeez i seriously hope it's not i don't, I don't know. know i don't know either because like sometimes it just starts off rocky tom cruise is not in bride of frankenstein but the problem is is that alex alex kurtzman's like i just read the script for bride of frankenstein it is fantastic it's like what the fuck did you think of the mummy script when you finished it like <laughs> i need to know <laughs> like is this good or is this bad where does it fall on the scale yeah and maybe it is like all the changes the biggest fucked it up the biggest sin of this movie though isn't even the like the identity crisis it's that we flash back to something that happens five minutes previous multiple times yeah. i mean and at the end where he's like trying to determine or trying to decide if he's going to be a good guy or not he flashes to these moments that just happen and it's like you don't know these people what does this matter to you especially in this moment um yeah and like that was five minutes yeah i, I was kind of confused too by parts of this movie because like there's when he's out in the alley uh-huh and there's the rats it turns out he wasn't actually in the alley he was out in the street in yeah. front of the bar then later we're at the church and they're in whatever that part was in front of it or behind it's like, it. a, like a cemetery or yeah. a field or something rocks. Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, he's, all of in a sudden the church. he's inside the church but it was real Right. That was confusing. Yeah. She I was can like, do both. Is he imagining this again? I, I felt like, uh, so I felt like those were reshoots that they did because the scenes that they kept cutting to were more comedy scenes. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like those were a little bit of reshoots and they're just like, oh, fuck it. We'll splice it in. And if they say anything, it's dream logic. <laughs> and anything goes with dream logic because it's yeah. just, you know what I mean? But not in a mainstream popcorn movie. <laughs> Should not be. I agree. <laughs> I agree on that. Yeah, that was, that was very jarring. And the fact that the Bride of Frankenstein is next, that's very curious because that means Frankenstein's already been around. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. I'd like to... I haven't seen anything yet, but I'm interested to see how they move on with this after being trashed. And if they actually make very much money because it really it hasn't... Where's it at this weekend? Uh, Yeah, it's currently setting at 187 worldwide. So it made... 12 million dollars this weekend i mean because it was 175 global 175 uh this past monday but yeah right it's interesting to see the opening because the mummy actually didn't make a whole lot which i guess it was cheaper in 99 mm -hmm. tickets were so it's 43 million that one made opening weekend mummy returns made 68 million opening weekend and the mummy three made 40 million opening weekends and so this one is the lowest because it had 31 what's the top one the highest is the mummy returns hmm. at 68 why do i see five there mummy i'm a zombie is one of them <laughs> not available opening <laughs> lifetime gross 120 dollars fantastic uh yeah this is another one of those movies that I'm just, like, bummed after talking about. Yeah, I know, right? Because, I mean, I had really high hopes for this thing, after, especially after hearing so much about it for so long. Like, mm -hmm. And people, whenever they were shooting it and, like, seeing the dailies, there were reports on the set, like, this looks terrifying. This looks like we're finally back on track with our Universal Monsters. But what no, happened? not terrifying. What, what happened? <laughs> exactly. What happened? <laughs> the set was terrifying. Maybe they meant. Maybe. Maybe conditions. There's were open wires everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is leaping off high. couches. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, high? They don't have anybody around him when he's swimming underwater. 
He's just yeah. freely swimming. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I hope it gets on track. I hope it gets better. But if this, what if this, what if it becomes, it's such a low this. performer now. And they're like, fuck it. We're going to put Dracula Untold in there because it's already out. That's and what we Seth was hoping for. Yeah. Like, I mean, what if, what if they threw that back in? Because you said. Nobody's the, been cast as Dracula. The director is in charge of the universe yeah. of this. And he just knocked the knocked around I'm knocked sure him around until finally being like it's not 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 part biting yeah. his tongue right now involved. thinking why did I let Tom Cruise do all this stupid shit to my movie it was production wasn't it that dragged him in well, that, I mean I guess probably him? yeah I mean they, they bought Tom Cruise I mean I'm and I, they agreed all of his terms I don't know if he necessarily had I beat in mind yucked. yeah my opinion is that if whoever whoever brought him in and paid Tom Cruise and agreed to all of his demands like Universal, they knew what they were getting into, and that also they pretty much told, I would imagine, told Alex Kurtzman, like, listen, like, this is a thing, this is happening. Sorry. Go. I feel like Tom Cruise does great with action films, obviously, because the Mission Impossible films are still happening, and he mm-hmm. uses his team of writers for things like that, and they are good at things like that. But why on earth would you have the same team of writers that have done like Mission Impossible and things like that do a horror film? That just doesn't work. Most I'm not saying people don't have it. Because they're looking at it from the 1990s mummy. I, I guess I'm. I'm not saying people don't have it in them to do both. Mm-hmm. But if you're that's their thing. if that's their trade, essentially, like I would be bringing in other people. I would be like, no, like your writers can have maybe some some influence or some say and we'll consider what they say but that doesn't mean it's going to change and when he was brought on the budget went from 75 million to 125 god so i don't know if that was all just to pay tom cruise or if that was just like they needed added stuff for the things they wanted to do his two writers yeah also you have to add in the um jekyll turning scene yeah, but that was that I mean, that CGI was. Just that's not probably honestly what, why they were like, we want to add him in here so he can fight him. Maybe, I mean, because Tom Cruise didn't didn't have like any fisticuffs with anybody. Mm-hmm. Besides that, really. No, yeah, he was kind of. He's very subdued. Yeah, he's. There's lots of scenes where I'm like, huh, he's a, just a a wimp. I'm not expecting this from him. Right. The like, and he was actually, he wasn't very redeemable most of the time very <laughs> like yeah. the with the parachute scene like right like, i thought there was another that i really don't think that was a joke i didn't either i think it's supposed to be like a dang you cold bro you don't deserve you don't uh, deserve to live yeah i don't know sorry we we can't give you any joy from this stuff I think I want to go see it. <laughs> were you uh, were you surprised that he showed back up with his buddy with Vale alive at the end? Yeah, I was like, what the? F-? Yeah, and was I was like, where cool. are you going and what are you doing? God. Like, well, I understand the Russell Crowe just felt so stupid because it, it was the m- <laughs> the most <laughs> hey, uh, the, the, the back highest life. level of exposition <laughs> you could have. Like, I'm really appreciative that you brought me back to life and everything, but. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like that's are, the line to But what are that. we doing out here? That's what he says. Yeah. Where's your sense of adventure? Yeah. That's exactly what all of us were thinking, though. What are you doing out there? Well, I mean, Russell Crowe gives us the line that he's going to search the globe for a way to cure the curse. And it's like, are you kidding me? No, he's going to go make a team of of the monsters. He's no He's going to go re- go recruit all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm powerful and uh, scary. I can put on a very scary CGI Honestly, face. Honestly, I thought it was going to be like kind of like a Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like he's probably going to be struggling with it for a while. I don't know. That also seemed like he beat that thing way too easy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, yeah, it's supposed to be death. The god of death. And yeah. he was calling on <laughs> moments that happened like five minutes ago to, to, to beat that. Yeah. Like, what? I did think that the set creature that we saw very briefly at the beginning of the film that was was creepy creepy. i like that yeah i like that a lot especially with like the whole set was with like the crows hanging Mm -hmm. yeah that's when it felt like it might be on track 
Like whenever that first yes, started, I yes, was like, yes. "Here we go! Like this is okay. Maybe this is gonna be good." I liked all the uh, and then Egyptian it turned stuff. Into maybe this is gonna be okay. And then they I was did like, maybe show this could the be salvageable. <laughs> <laughs> they did show the slaughter what scene end up more being? than once. Eh, better than oh, slightly eh. better than okay. Like eh, eh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was exactly. it? No, that's the a movie? review. Yeah. Eh. Okay. So eh, eh, meh. Three, three, eh. No. Two, two she ads said and a meh. I thought yeah. I said eh, but... I thought meh. she said eh, too. Eh. Speaking meh. Egyptian, eh, meh, eh. <laughs> ach, mach, ach. I'm Egyptian. Wait for it on Blu-ray. I'm a god. Then, then watch it. Okay. Yeah. That's my recommendation. They'll come They're out with like... A, I don't they'll, they'll recut it. They'll, they'll recut the entire film. I don't remember if it's on my list or not. Egyptian Extended edition. Chaos. Exactly. That's what I am. I did watch that yesterday. Suicide Squad? Yeah. And? Change I, your opinion? No, but I. It made more sense. It, it was more likable. Kay. It wasn't so like. I'm gonna what watch the it hell? for the first time. You're like, okay, that makes a little more sense. Now this makes a little more sense, and this makes a little more sense. That's what I figured it was just. Yeah, it's a lot in. of uh, dialogue. <sighs> the scene, like there were no added action scenes or anything. It was all dialogue. I have it at number ten on my list, <laughs> my box office bets list. I, put it I don't on know, mine, did, did I? I put it on mine? Do you have them there? I don't have any of yours. Y'all never sent me them. Yeah, I, I I'll have to go back and listen to. But send one of your notebooks. So. What? Oh wait, we didn't do favorite scenes. Favorite scene. Seth, you want to go first? <sighs> yeah. Uh, that one scene when uh the plane uh did a thing and then he and was then like, he goes. <laughs> 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 you know, I feel like if I ever want to be depressed while equally laugh, I will go back and watch that trailer for that scene. Yeah. Uh, Kendall, you up? Bing, bing, oh, bong, bong. Uh. <laughs> <coughs> That's Seth, because he always does that. Um, I guess the end battle. Between... Uh, Nick and Amaded. Amanet. Amaned. Net. Amanet. Amanet. Oh, okay, yeah. Amaned. It wasn't a. It wasn't a easily. It's not as hey. easily rememberable hey. as Emotep. Amaned. Of course, <laughs> I feel like in a, in that movie they Emotep. chanted that a lot. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It was in the Amanet. score too, I think. Oh. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, my favorite scene would be. Whenever she starts coming back to life and getting the police officers. Get them. Ah. Scared you. Boo. I felt like we were on track for a minute. Boo. I liked the scene when, uh, what was Jake Johnson's character? Vale. Vale. I liked when Nick shot him. That was funny. <laughs> the, which the, third the third time? The third time? Yeah. yeah just the, I thought that was stupid. Like, like he's coming no at him and they're that. stabbing and I'm like, God, this is getting weird. And yeah. He does this. Shoots him. He falls. Sorry. And he shoots him again. Right. You do this, so they're there further away. That, I don't know. Yeah, the for the way he's holding it, it's evidently he's he, he's not wanting to shoot it. it just, right. It, it that that scene specifically felt like it was from the nineties movie. You raising your hand? Yeah, it just didn't make it, sense. It made me want to watch those. I guess. <laughs> I was like, I wish I was watching the Brennan Fraser ones. Hey, I. Ew, no. Brennan Fraser is right. Let me say it wrong. Mm. Uh. Replace Brennan, but um, I would watch them if it wasn't him. I'd watch this with you anytime. I love the those mummy movies, and I'll I watch even love the like like the first one, Scorpion two, King. Three. I never that saw one. Me. I never saw. He does. I like the th- I like the first Scorpion King. Wait, was there a fourth one? What? Oh, the mummy. The mummy. Were you listening to anything I the said? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, it got shame on you. I didn't want that many spoilers, so I. I was talking got, about production. I was getting used to not listening to you. <laughs> yeah, I know that got canceled. Okay, yeah, okay, so yeah, I I loved one, two, and three, even three, and I never saw three, or the or the Scorpion King, or the Scorpion Two. I'd probably King, hate King three two, now if I watched it, or three or four, three or four. I haven't seen it since I thought and saw saw. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters, so my tastes have probably changed. Scorpion King was fun. It was just a, just an action film, but it was fun. Except for that Scorpion King, though. The Rock. 
Yeah. He was actually there in this one. He wasn't just a digital creation. It was oh, so yeah. Bad. Then the mummy returns. Oh, Jesus. He looks that was bad. bad. <laughs> He's like all rubber, shiny. <laughs> I don't know. Like his face is just like. Oh. CGI rock man. That was when they saw they saw those George Lucas movies and they're like, hey, we can just create stuff on a computer. Yeah. Bad idea. Good idea. Bad idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, did I say a favorite song scene? Favorite yeah, song? I did. My favorite song in the movie. Um, Actually, just kidding. I, I didn't like know. Throw this in the, the, theme. Throw this in the beginning. Them. Every character here, like Dr. Jekyll, the mummy, and even Nick had a theme. And that was cool. I didn't notice, didn't notice that necessarily, I don't notice those things. but the main title theme I yeah. really liked to the point where after the movie, all night, I was singing it. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes now. Good job, composer. Composer, Mr. You know, Mr. Uh, uh, Brian Tyler. I know that name. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Age of Ultron. Yep. Iron Man 3. Thor the Dark World. What are you doing? I need to, I'm, I'm going to take everybody's, um, I'm uncomfortable. I know. I'm going to take everybody's pulse three different times. It's not a joke. Matt's creeping me out. This Why? has to do with the mummy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he didn't kill us. He just took our blood pressure to give to a friend that who was doing some research. Uh, I hope you liked the podcast, guys. If you did, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app and join us next week for Planet of the Apes, the 1968 movie. Uh, We're going over that, as well as the Tim Burton reboot, as well as the two soft reboots that are about to get a third movie. Uh, to build up to that release. Um, so we're all excited about that. We just recorded it. It'll be up next Wednesday. So if you subscribe, you will get that as well as all the other podcasts for the future. And you can check out our entire back catalog if you haven't on your podcast app, iTunes, or geekcinemapod.com. And then go check us out on social media, please, at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, and Instagram at geekcinema. Say hi. We'd love to get to know you as you are our listener, and we want to know our listeners well. All right. I'm done talking. Uh, See you guys next week. Bada bing, bada boom. Woo!